Hello and welcome back to another Outdoor Ed School podcast, the podcast which is devoted to making outdoor ed easy for teachers like you. My name is Dan Pritchard and as always I'll be your host walking you through another Outdoor Ed resource. And today's episode is another team challenge episode and the challenge that we are going to be covering is one that's been around for donkey's years. When I first got introduced to it, it was called Stepping Stones, but that was about 10 years ago. And it was used as a kind of an icebreaker. So I saw it used for students in year six going into their secondary school, and they were using it as an icebreaker to ease that transition from primary school to secondary school. I've also seen it used on lots of corporate events for for businesses which are onboarding a large group of employees. And the reason for that is this challenge, if it's done correctly, is a brilliant team challenge which fosters communication, collaboration, leadership, trust, support, all of those great social skills element and team work element learning outcomes if it's done wrong can be more of a frustration challenge and which equally that can be important and we can learn a lot from from people getting frustrated because it allows us to identify the frustrations in the challenge come up with ideas of how we can minimize that in the future and so on and so forth. Uh, so both ways can be provided. Whereas one way which I prefer because I always like people walking away from a session, enjoying it, wanting to take part in another team challenge and hitting those alternative learning goals of social skills development, personal growth development, all of those lovely stuff, rather than looking at the frustration route. But over the last 10 years, it's also had a bit of a facelift and the facelift has changed the demographic that this challenge can be used for as well. So over the last couple of years, a playground game has uh, popped its head up and it's called Floor is Lava. And with a little bit of tweaking of the Floor of la is Lava rules and of the Stepping Stones rules, we can join the two together and suddenly we can provide this challenge for a bigger kind of demographic of people. You'll now be able to provide it for key stage one, two, three, and four. You can even use it as a bit of a team building day uh, and challenge for your other staff members too. Organization-wise, you're going to need a bit of space for this. So ideally, it's going to be a gymnasium, playground, school field. If you've got a large classroom and you don't mind reorganizing, then push all your tables and chairs to one side and we can have a go at, at your classroom. But even the biggest classrooms are going to be tight on space. So ideally, gymnasium, field, playground. Organization-wise, you're also going to need to split your group your class into smaller groups you don't have to you can leave everybody as one big group but then you're straying down the line of the frustration outcomes rather than those smaller personal development 
outcomes. So if you split them into groups with a maximum size of 10, so if you've got 30 students, three groups, perfect. If you've got more than 30 students in your class, then you're splitting them down into four kind of smaller, roughly even groups. Equipment wise, each person is going to need an item that they can stand on. You can, depending on what you want to call it, either a stepping stone, lava proof mat, fireproof mat, something like something along those lines. If you're providing in a classroom or gymnasium, an A4 sheet of paper will be perfect. If you're not providing this in a classroom or gymnasium, so your playground or field, you need something that doesn't mind it won't won't get destroyed if it gets wet. So if it's a dry day, A4 piece of paper might still work. If it's a wet day, you might want to go for a plastic wallet or maybe in a PE cupboard you might have some of those multicolored dots that people will be able to stand on or something like a tea towel would work as well but you need to have enough for every member of the group maybe some cardboard from re- from the recycling that you don't that we can kind of cut up into an A4 shape something along those lines they need something to stand on also equipment wise once everybody's got one of those each you're going to need one spare fire mat or lava mat per group as well but keep those in your hand because you're going to give those out in the brief and the last piece of equipment you're going to need is some markers a ideally some cones but a painted line on the floor would would work really well or some masking tape if you're inside would work really well you want to have something to mark out a starting line so where all the groups are going to start from and then you want to have something to mark out the distance that they've traveled so again a piece of cone or some masking tape any of those will work really nicely once you've given out all the um, pieces of equipment and you've walked your group over to the start the area you're going to be providing this you can then start your brief and i like to start it with the objective so good morning everybody welcome to another team challenge today's team challenge is flora's lava And the objective of this team challenge is in your small groups, you are in possession of a fireproof slash lava proof mat. In a moment, I'm going to hand each group one spare lava proof mat. And in your teams, you are going to cross the safety line into the lava pit and you're going to see how far you can travel before you lose a map or you lose a team member so that is the objective there are some rules so rule number one if anyone steps into the lava or touches the lava in any way they are swallowed by the lava because it's so hot it will just swallow them up and if a teammate is swallowed up well then the entire team goes back to the start but before you go back to the start we will mark out where the front person in your group is we'll mark on the floor and that will be your reference point your best at that moment in time your best score and hopefully on your second attempt you'll go further and further and further second rule is that you can only have one person 
standing on a mat at a time. So there's one way of, that's one way of framing it. The other way you can frame it is you can have a maximum of two feet on a lava proof mat at any time. If there's any more than two feet on a lava proof mat, it will sink into the lava and you'll be swallowed up and you go back to the start. So that's the second rule. And the last rule is any mat which is left unaccompanied, i.e. someone isn't in contact to it, is kind of wiped down the lava river. It floats away and it's removed from the task. So that's that's the three rules which go along with floor is lava. It's a really simple challenge. And again, I keep on going back and you're probably going to be sick of me um, by introducing it or going back to it. But this challenge works really, really, really well with the learning cycle plan do review. Um, so if you do provide this challenge just before you go, OK, go, you can go right team. You have three minutes to set up a plan. Once everybody is happy, you're going to give me the thumbs up and then you can start. Uh, and then right at the end of the challenge, or we will have a little look at the different markers and see which team came first, second, and third. Getting them to reflect upon what they did well in between goes and what they're going to change and what they're going to keep th the same is the best way as a facilitator to manage your students' frustration levels. Like Albert Einstein said, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. So if you are seeing people rush in and just going, we're doing it again, we're doing it again, and we're doing it again, you'll watch people's frustration levels um, start to go up. You'll watch people start to get snappy and all of those social skills and teamwork skills that we're trying to foster positive changes with start to get jeopardized so going over there as the outdoor facilitator and going oh just pause there for a second team so what did we do last time okay cool so why did we get sent back oh someone lost their balance and stepped off there was too many people on them whatever it is okay what can we put into place to help each other and support each other so this doesn't happen again Right, yes, we can hold hands. Yes, we can take it a little bit more slower. Yes, we can have loads more communication going up and down the line. Loads of different ways that you can go over. But try and get them to come up with the answers. So when you're asking the questions, you'll notice I said, okay, team, why did we get sent back? Okay, they've come up with the answer. They've recognized that's the pit that we need to improve. Okay, what are the different things that we can do to support each other so that this doesn't happen? Now they're going into that collaborative brainstorming part of it. They're coming up with a solution. There's going to be some sort of leadership element because there'll be one person that goes, right, this sounds good. Let's just get going. Or you might need to kind of hurry them along so they don't spend all their time coming up with a solution to whatever stopped them in their past attempt. So that is a really quick, simple and easy activity. It does take a little bit of planning because you need to get your hands on some equipment, i.e. those lava proof mats and some markers. So we'll have a little bit of setting up um, and you do need to have access to a nice big space, especially kind of key stage 
three and four, once they get the rhythm of how they're doing it, they're going to start flying off. So having a nice big open space that you can clearly have lots of space that they can keep going and you can set up a marker is ideal. If you are doing this in a classroom, you can go from one side to the other side and then back again. And you can see how many times that they go backwards and forwards. I've only ever provided this challenge once inside and it was in a gymnasium. And they did manage to get from one side all the way to the other, high fried the wall and then halfway back again, which was a pretty impressive feat. Inside, ideally, you can use uh, a A4 paper. It's brilliant. It's really quick. Obviously, you can get your hands on it easily. Um, but otherwise, you are going to need to look for something which is a bit more weatherproof. So some plastic wallets, some polka dot kind of um, marking points that a lot of PE departments have ha have hold of, uh, or some sort of uh, tea towel, or carpet square, something along those lines. Um, review wise, there's going to be a few things that you can touch on. And the best way that I would uh, review off of it is just take one or two of the following review points to try and draw out the learning from. So very much from the start, you're talking about collaboration, organization, leadership. Those three are really strong and apparent from the start. And then as you go past the line and we start going on there, you can look at um, supporting one another, whether that be verbally, physically. You can look at trust because you've got to, especially if you have got some um, some physical support going on, you've got to trust that they've got you and they're going to look after you. You're also looking at things like problem solving, uh, time, um, time management, because you've only got five or ten minutes to provide this challenge. So there's loads and loads that you can choose from. And being that this is the first week back from October half term, people's social skills might be a little bit rusty. So this is a brilliant one to get everyone kind of back on the same play page, working together, enjoying uh, each other's company and and developing their social skills as it goes along. Don't forget the review because the review is the thing that turns it from a fun game into an outdoor ed uh, challenge. If you like this one and you want more team challenges like this, as well as review models, problem solving, tasks, uh, learning cycles, and loads, loads more, there's a couple of ways that you'll be able to get your hands on them. You can either go over to the to our website, which is www.theoutdooredschool.co.uk, uh, and on there you'll find the hub, which is a free membership platform once you've signed up um, for free, you'll be able to go on to our library, which is filled with loads of team challenges and gets updated about three or four times a week uh, with loads more resources for you to be able to access. Uh, they're digestible in loads of different mediums, uh, media, sorry, there's podcasts, there's uh, videos, there's blogs, there's session plans, there's, there's something for everybody. Um, when you become a member, you also get unlimited uh, on the phone and online support as well. Um, so if you have any questions about any of the challenges, you're looking for some adaptations um, so that it meets the needs of your groups, 
you're looking for review models which pair nicely with certain activities, then get in touch. There is a lovely lady called Jennifer and her job is to look after all of the uh, teachers in the free hub membership just to make sure that everybody has all the resources and is pointed in the right direction. The other way, if you don't want to become a member, is head over to our um, Spotify account, click follow, because we update um, and we post a new episode to this podcast uh, two or three times a week, mostly team challenges. We do uh, do a few problem-solving tasks and a few review models and learning cycles, but mainly team challenges when it comes to the podcast. Hopefully you have enjoyed this episode. If you have, leave us a comment below. That would be amazing. Um, And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.